Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast sponsored by SportsBetting.com. This is Denver Post sports writer Kyle Newman, joined as usual by my colleague Ryan O'Halloran. Again, head to SportsBetting.com slash post for a new player offer and all the best prices on the Broncos point spread anywhere. And we have a packed show for you here today as the Broncos prepare for their week five showdown in New England sitting at one and three and looking to get their second consecutive win for the first time this season. So as of Thursday evening, the game has been postponed from Sunday to Monday. Now a 305 mountain time kickoff on Monday against the Patriots at Gillette stadium. Of course, the game was postponed due to three positive coronavirus tests within the Patriots organization, including star quarterback Cam Newton last week that led to the postponement of the Patriots chiefs game. And then as well as Stefan Gilmore this week and the practice squad player bringing the total to three and thus prompting that postponement and pushing back one day. Purcell got a new contract, but now he's hurt. We'll be talking about that. Talking Brett Rippon, Philip Lindsay's return, some rookies, and much, much more on the First in Orange podcast sponsored by sportsbetting.com. Again, sportsbetting.com slash post for a new player offer, 100% risk-free week of betting for up to $500. So check that out. So diving into the football topics here, bigger news earlier this week, nose tackle Mike Purcell, the hometown kid, Highland Ranch High School, Wyoming, Got a big payday, a nice little three-year, $14.8 million contract extension that'll keep him in Denver through 2023 and include $6.8 million guaranteed. And hey, not bad for a guy who was cut 10 times and had six teams tell him, you're not good enough before he finally landed in Denver last April. Fangio taking a flyer on him, having been familiar with him from his days in San Francisco. And uh, he, he got in there in week five of last year and really never looked back. And now he's got this extension but wait Ryan of course in true Broncos form for 2020 it's looking like he might not play on Monday as he hasn't been practicing due to a knee injury yeah you you gotta solve Mike you gotta celebrate the contract extension by playing but you know he's missed practice with knee injury he played 48 snaps against the Jets last week you know it's a it's a hometown story and it's a great story and uh you know, just a little bit of inside baseball. During the 2019 training camp, we had an intern at Denver Post and sent out the Broncos practice. And I was like, oh, hey, do Mike Purcell. Let's, you know, let's make sure we write about the hometown guy before he's cut. Well, that shows you why I'm not the GM of the Broncos. Because uh, not only did he make the team, he bided his time and was an effective run stopper. And, you know, will be continued to play in that role. And, you know, the contract was filed with the league office uh, earlier today, so I got to look at that. And really, from a cap standpoint, very, very cap-friendly. It's 3.546 uh, in 2021, 2023, and $3.796 million in uh, 2022. So, you know, it's uh, you keep a starter. You're not paying a lot of money for it by NFL standards. And, it uh, you, know, you say it's well deserved, which it should be, and you know, the key for net for Mike now is get back healthy and, and continue to anchor this run defense. And also, what he's added this year, he's played a lot of nickel, uh, so take advantage of some of his interior pass rushing skills. And granted, some of that's because of injury, but he's also earned that opportunity as well. 
Folks, first in Orange podcast sponsored by sportsbetting.com. Be sure to head to sportsbetting.com slash post for a new player offer. Again, 100% risk-free week of betting for up to $500. And while we're on the subject of betting, let's talk a little odds right now. Uh, right now, sportsbetting.com offering the Broncos at plus three and a half, which is much lower than what the market opened at, which was plus eight, indicating that the betters believe Cam Newton will be sidelined again due to his coronavirus positive test. So uh, a lot, a lot of play on those betting lines, Ryan, in terms of what quarterback the Patriots trot out. Will it be Cam? Will it be Stidham? Will it be Hoyer? Uh, lots of question marks for the betters going into this one. Like you said, it could be one of three quarterbacks for the Patriots. Let's face it, Drew Locke has practiced limitedly, limited, in a limited basis, but yeah, I don't think he's ready to play. I think it'll be Brett Rippon on Sunday, because I think that makes sense for the long term as well, but um, what did you say the spread's now three and a half? Three and a half, yep. The Broncos are an underdog? Correct. I think the Broncos, I mean, I think that's a, that's a nice play. Um, you know, especially, you don't expect, you know, Cam Newton to play. If it's Jared Stidham against the Broncos, um, you know, I would, I would pluck a couple bucks down uh, picking the Broncos in that one. First in Orange podcast sponsored by sportsbetting.com. Be sure to head online and check them out. Check them out on Twitter as well. And moving on to our next subject on the show here, we just mentioned it, Brett Rippon probably getting his second NFL start here, third NFL game after seeing action in the fourth quarter against Tampa Bay to make his debut. But what are your thoughts and expectations, Ryan, for this Second start, if Rippon makes it, as we we both seem to believe here, you know, he had the three ugly picks against the Jets, still came out with the win, and it seems like Vic Fangio and John Elway are at least optimistic about the early returns on this second-year undrafted pro out of Boise State. Yeah, and I think he did a nice job for, you know, he started well, Brett Rippon did against the Jets, then he had the, you know, the first interception looked like he was trying to throw it away, bad decision. And then the back-to-back ones in the, in the second half almost cost the Broncos a game. That would have been a bad loss, having, to, having uh, you know blow a lead like that. But one thing Pat Shermer said on Thursday was, hey, you know what he does like is he's aggressive, Rippin is. And they took some shots downfield, had a lot of success doing that. It helped them win the game. And I think for, uh, for the second time around, for Brett, it's about, you know, Get rid of it a little bit quicker so you don't take as much punishment, even though I don't think the Patriots will hit after the whistle as much as, much as the Jets did. But but also think getting Phil Lindsay back will help that run game and take a little bit of pressure off Rippon. First in Orange podcast sponsored by sportsbetting.com. Moving along with the show here, Philip Lindsay's expected return. Uh, he hasn't seen action, of course, since week one uh, due to that turf toe injury. So he'll be back. They'll have the one-two punch along with Melvin Gordon. We'll be back to Splitsville. Will we see mostly Gordon carry the load and then try to ease Lindsey back in? I know, obviously, Ryan Vic Fangio said before last week's game when he said Lindsey was questionable and didn't end up playing against the Jets that if he did come back, he'd be on a snap count. I imagine that would be a similar case against New England. Yeah, I would agree with that and uh, because you know Phillips still hasn't had a lot of practice time and it's been a month since he played. Um, so I think it takes a little while to get your, your conditioning and your rhythm back. I think what, one of the subplots is, you know, they said before the season, they have the option of playing Gordon and Lindsay on the field at the same time. They started the season like that. The first play against Tennessee, they only used it two other times before Lindsay uh, was hurt before halftime. So, you know, the other thing for Shermer to consider is that it feels like Melvin Gordon's hitting his, hitting his stride a little bit. Um, he's had several explosive runs. He, he got over 100 yards last week with that uh, late-game touchdown. So it's, uh, 
you know, if you're if you're Shermer, you're like, okay, you got to get Lindsey going back in the flow of things. But you also, if, if Gordon starts fast, you're going to go with that hot hand, which is what we felt all along they would do. You know, the Broncos hope now that both guys stay healthy so they can sort of take advantage of the depth they have at that spot, uh, which, you know, didn't really, you know, they haven't had a chance to do that yet because of uh, Phillips' injury. But it's interesting to see Lindsey, how he's used and how much he's used. You know, another, another storyline this week at the season's quarter poll has been uh, the rookies. There's a lot of them. They're playing a lot of snaps. And, uh, Kyle, you're writing about that in Friday's paper. What would uh, you glean from uh, some of the comments of the Broncos about how these rookies are handling the uh, transition in the NFL game? Well, it's certainly been baptism by fire for these guys. And you look at the snap counts. Denver has played their rookies more than anyone else save for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So 1,288 total snaps, second behind those Jags. And five rookies have been particularly impactful. Obviously, center Lloyd Cushenberry, he's played every offensive snap. Cornerback Michael Ojemudia, he's had to step up along with Asang Bassey, the undrafted guy, in the wake of injuries in the secondary. And then Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler uh, getting up some hype at the wide receiver position, although Hamler will miss this game against New England due to a hamstring injury. So, you know, Justin Simmons acknowledged, hey, we've asked a lot of these guys. So far, they've stepped up. And that's not to say there haven't been bumps in the road. You know, Cushenberry's multi-sack game given up against the Bucs. O.J. Mudia gave up two touchdowns through the air against the Steelers. So uh, there's certainly some some growing pains. And especially in the secondary where O.J. Mudia has been getting targeted every week nonstop. But these guys, I mean, it's a pretty good draft class, and I think there's a lot to hang your hat on if you're the Broncos, especially with those five guys. And then you look at some of the other guys who haven't exactly made a huge impact yet, like Derek Tuska or Albert O at tight end. There's a lot to like about this rookie class so far. Yeah, I'll start with Cushenberry. I mean, he played a clean game against Tennessee, and he only allowed one knockdown against the Jets, and that was, uh, I think it ended up being a penalty, but I still counter. You know, Pittsburgh was tough sliding. Tampa Bay was tough sled and, you know, gave up three and a half sacks total in that game. But, I mean, they're, they're committed to Cushenberry at center, even though they got Austin Schlobin as a backup. Uh, Hammer, injuries again. Uh, you know, Judy, you know, you, you like what he's done in terms of big plays and running the entire route tree and lining up inside-outside. And then on, uh, you know, I'll stick with offense for Albert O. You would think Noah Fant's ankle injury, which is likely to keep him out against England, would create a roster spot for Albert O. I don't get that sense just yet because, you know, he, he doesn't really play a lot of special teams and doesn't really give a lot in the run game. I would activate him just to see if you can get some explosive plays down the middle of the field with him. That's what he's here for. He's here to catch passes. And then Ojemudier, cornering this league as a rookie, is going to be up and down. And then Bassey was actually benched in the Jet game. Uh, Callahan moved inside Devontae Bosby, got a shot. But, you know, what? You know, as I, as I list some of the highs and lows, that's what rookie, rookies in this league go to, especially when you're not first-round picks. I expect Jerry Judy to have a lot more highs and lows this year. He's a first-round pick. Everybody else is going to experience the ups and downs of being a rookie and being counted on to play a lot of snaps. Again, folks, first in Orange podcast sponsored by sportsbetting.com. Be sure to head to sportsbetting.com slash post for a new player offer. Give them a follow on Twitter as well at We Sports Betting. That'll be just about it for today's show. Appreciate you listening in. Be sure to head to denverpost.com slash Broncos for continued coverage of the team through this week and throughout the rest of the season. 
This is Kyle Newman alongside Ryan O'Halloran. Thanks for listening in. And until next time, take it easy.